The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss how Google's speed update will impact your website. Joining us is Jeff Atkinson, who is the founder and CEO of Huckabye, which is a SaaS company that is changing how organizations grow their organic search channel through a technology-forward SEO approach that empowers companies to achieve measurable growth through greater search engine visibility and website traffic. In addition to providing us with our guest today, Huckabye is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. And today, Jeff and I are going to talk about Google's experience update and how it changes the need for speed. All right, here's my conversation with Jeff Atkinson, the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Jeff, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you back on the show, buddy. It's my first podcast of the year. This probably won't be published until a little later, but let me say Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, despite the flood in your basement. (laughs) There's a flood in our garage. garage. It's been pandemonium here in Northern California. And it's not just in Northern California, it's in SEO as well. Lots of moving pieces, just like the water running over my treadmill. Talk to me about some of the things that you see that are changing this year and, and how are they impacting SEOs? Yeah, I'd say this page experience update that Google rolled out last year is just continuing to gather momentum. It was a major update that Basically, Google put a line in the sand and said, we're just no longer going to rank sites that are slow. We're not going to like let our users go to a site that just won't load or just won't have a good experience. And so they put in place these core web vitals, which are sort of how healthy is your site in terms of performance. And it all comes down to really page speed. So page speed has become a major ranking factor that seems to just continue to grow in importance, and I think it will in 2023. So I feel like the layman's explanation of all of this is core web vitals are the subcomponents of page speed. How fast is your page? And then core web vitals are how Google evaluates the different components that go into page speed. It sounds like what you're saying is that there's now a minimum threshold for how fast your page is to qualify for ranking. What are the metrics that you're looking at to see if you're going to be penalized from by Google, not just penalized, I guess it's removed from the algorithm. Yeah. So there's three core web vitals. Two of them are exactly what you said, which is how fast is the actual page speed. One's called largest contentful paint, which basically measures the loading performance of the page. 
and then the next one's first input delay, which measures like how quickly can you start interacting with the page. And then the third is this thing called cumulative layout shift, which is really it's what it measures is the visual stability of the page. That vital is usually not going to be an issue for anyone unless they're trying to do tricks. So it's one of those, let's get rid of the tricksters, go to click on something and a pop-up comes over that button right away. Like Those types of things are, are the third. So, so the first two, yeah, the largest contemptful paint, LCP and first input delay, those are really page speed, like just how fast is the page loading? And then the cumulative layout shift is the getting rid of the tricksters. And they're pretty strict about it. They have different numbers that you need to hit, and you're either sort of passing or failing. Don't think a lot, not everybody, that's for sure. Less than half websites are, are actually passing Core Web Vitals. I think it's something like 33% or something like that. And um, the way they measure it is actually right in your Chrome browser. So it's not, you can't like, they look at everybody out there using the internet through Chrome. That's how they're judging how fast these, these sites are, are loading. So this is not new news. Core Web Vitals were announced, I think it was in 2020. They launched in 2021, or maybe I'm off by years, probably announced 2020, launched in 2021, or were delayed into 2022. And, and here we are now saying, okay, well, Core Web Vitals actually matter. There was this Google experience update. What was communicated by Google about the experience update? And, and how does this indicate what their shift actually is? Well, I think the shift is just leaning more into it. They don't try to do these algorithm updates just like in one fell swoop and penalize people enormously. This is just leaning into the fact that they are now penalizing sites and even removing sites for not following along with these metrics. The experience, what they're trying to do is is just have the user experience not end in a bad experience because of page speed. So as soon as you get to a site and you're having trouble interacting and going somewhere else, going back to Google, just leaving completely because you're not getting your answer. I mean, all of these things contribute to it's like you think how easy it is now just to buy like almost immediately from Google. Like you used to have to go to a site and browse and look through products. Now you could probably see the top products like they know the top products that people that search for this thing want and they start showing them and you could just click on the product, go to the product page and transact. So it's they're just making it so it's faster, it's quicker. The experience for the user is is just getting much quicker, much faster. And so page speed's a big part of that. So before I said Google is essentially implementing a minimum threshold, call me out on my BS. Is it actually that Google has a threshold? Is it a pass or fail with core web vitals? Or is this really something where you just have to be one tick faster than the competition? Where are you seeing this as a ranking factor? And where is it something that can eliminate you from being included in Google search? Yeah, I don't think it can eliminate you. We see really slow sites still ranking if they have tons of backlinks. It's definitely, and and I don't think it's, so it, it sort of, it penalizes you, but it more rewards the sites that are passing with flying colors are jumping up to the top. So it's not a, if you fail, you're gone type thing. Like when they used to banish like Overstock, for example, my former company for trying to trick them. They're just like, you're out. You can't do that. That's not the case with Core Web Vitals. But if you are passing with flying colors, you will see your rankings improve. You will get up to the top of the page. 
All right. So we're seeing Google starting to implement basically the penalties for having slow sites. You know, it's the beginning of the year here as we're recording this. Let's look into the crystal ball here. We've seen Google roll out the core web vital metrics. Now we're starting to see them communicate algorithmic updates that are saying that they're implementing the metrics and it's affecting rankings. What do you think the next step is for Google? More of the same? Is there going to be other updates? What do you think is going to happen in 2023 related to the need for page speed? I think it'll just be more of the same. Kind of hard to predict. I think when it comes to their sort of agenda, they're trying to satisfy the user and then also make the most amount of money off of that user. So you'll see one of the things that big change they just made is the infinite scroll. Seemed to be a pretty big change for Google to just go to a new, you know, no more tabination or no more pagination and now having an infinite scroll, maybe getting people deeper into their search results instead of just clicking the top link, which who knows if that'll actually happen. But in terms of page speed, I think they'll just crank it up. The sites that pass Core Web Vitals, the the sites that are fast are going to get more and more benefit and more and more traffic as a result of these changes. And that seems to be sort of the case since last year that they just sort of keep ramping up the importance and how significant it is inside the algorithm. Seems like Google is starting to be the fast or the furious here. If you don't have a website, you're likely going to be furious because Google's going to be penalizing you. Now, what does that mean for your search performance down the road? Hey, infinite scroll coming in, maybe the 11th, 12th, 13th spots in the rankings mean more. But let's fake it. We still all want to be at the top of our search algorithms. Page speed's going to matter more and more as we move forward. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jeff Atkinson, founder and CEO of Huckabye. Join us again tomorrow when Jeff and I continue our conversation talking about how you can handle bad core web vital scores. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T-K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Huckabye.com, H-U-C-K. K-A-B-U-Y.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 